What's cracking? Yeah. It's your boy B. Graf. God damn it. God, you fucked this up. Dude, what? don't that even fucking wrong. start with me. Redo. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Fuck it. Let's just go. What's cracking? It's your boy B. Graf. I want to welcome you to the LFG 1904 show. I'm joined yeah. by Dustin. Bring him down softly, baby. <sighs> had to, had to. Yo, what a week. Oh, man. Fantastic fucking week. I mean, listen, it's pretty exciting to to do a clothing brand, but to start a podcast and get such fucking rad reviews from people that I would not even be expecting to be listening to us, and they are, is unfucking believable. Yeah, it's, and the, it's so cool. And it's like definitely exactly that. Like the people, I didn't even send it to everybody, but I was getting people like, yo, keep this up. You're killing it. This is dope. And the people we shouted out and we didn't tell them. And then they listened anyway without us being like, hey, we plugged you in the episode. That was like the raddest shit ever. It just kind of let me know that like what we're doing is right. Like no, we're killing sure. it right now. For sure. And I mean, here's the deal. There's no, you know, lying going on. This is all just real life, real truth. That's you know what, what I mean? makes it. And you can see like. A real record, realize, 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 right? Mm. Like, if you, if you understand that saying, like, people can see through the bullshit, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So what do we got going on today? <laughs> Dude, day one homeboy. Like, day day one, yeah, like, was out the compound. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Day one homeboy is here. He's going to fucking share a little bit of his growth and his story. But uh, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> buckle the fuck up because... Buckle up, motherfucker. <laughs> There's the boy right there. It's our big fucking homie, Charlie Dog. What's cracking? Well, I just want to say real quick, fuck the rain. <laughs> Charlie is yeah. a real motherfucking rider. Like, he's a real Harley guy, and uh, he don't fucking play that shit. He'll ride in the rain, but fuck the rain. Fuck the rain. Yeah, no, fuck the rain. So, yeah, I'm here. The, dog, are you putting on your fucking, are you, you're flexing, you're flexing voice? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, is this is this Charlie bass player coming out right well, now? This is kind of like I feel this microphone makes me feel sexy. <laughs> you are sexy, dog. You're fucking slaying. Holy Yo, so shit. Damn, bro, lay it on me, dude. All right, where are you from? I'm from the city of Vista, the mean streets. <laughs> Main oh, streets of Vista. This is great. V's okay. Up. <laughs> up. Let them know. V's up, motherfuckers. Vista yeah. homeboys. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so, born and raised. Born and raised in Vista. I tried to go to school in the Vista school system. Didn't work out that well. <clears throat> Didn't go so hot. No. Definitely. Um, I, uh, my dad, my dad was a, uh, lucky strike non-filter smoker. And, uh, so I could steal cigarettes from his ashtray at a young age and not get clobbered for it. So I did that. <clears throat> so early on, I was already trying to smoke when I was on a big wheel. Like I would steal cigarettes, jump on a big wheel in the rain, and go down to the tree and smoke with my hoodlum uh, twins that I grew up with. Oh, yeah. But that was, you know, that's that's just the beginning of the, uh, like, kind of druggy uh sneaky uh doing what i wasn't supposed to do type of behavior that um really flourished for a long time in my life like a long time my i have five sisters and one brother uh my dad was an alcoholic but you know well, he wasn't a hit my mom type of alcoholic he was a 
you know, more of a pinch her ass when she walked by and tell her that he loved her more when he was drunk type of guy. And my mom was kind of a powerhouse, little tiny powerhouse that kept it all together. But anyways, I don't even know where, what direction you guys want me to go. You want me to go start to finish? So, all right. Yeah, you are seriously. Hey, that, th- hey, this is your show, big dog. You so, can you, you can talk about whatever so, the fuck you, you want. Know, you want to start getting into past shit. You want to start getting into motorcycle well, riding, whatever you we'll want to do. Go, this is your introduction, homeboy. We'll let's go right away. Shout out to the big wheel. Because okay. I've been a biker since the big wheel. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I love to ride. That's right. That's right. I love Ooh. to ride. I like anything Ooh. with wheels. You know, the BMX bike was, you know, when I, when we were kids, when I was a kid, uh, we could take off when the sun came up on our bicycles and we didn't have to be back till the sun came down. That's right. And I didn't always make that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the problem is with the bicycle and drugs, you know, I got... I got to be an adult, and uh, I was still riding a fucking bicycle for a long fucking time. Rusted out beach cruiser rust, with, with some rusty, ape hangers. A rusty beach cruiser oh, with fucking ape hangers yeah. on it. Still styling, still profiling. You know, big-ass chain hanging off my wallet. <laughs> pedaling through town, thinking I was hard as fuck. There was no money in the wallet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the times I got pulled over in the middle of the night, they knew I was up to no good because I was kind of famous. They said, bro, when's the last time you used methamphetamine? And I said, (laughs) August 21st, fucking 1990. They're like, bro, you're smoking, bro. There was smoke coming off me. Like I looked at my arm. It was like Scooby-Doo ending. My arm was smoking. And he's like, get out of here, Charlie. I don't want to see you again tonight. You're going to jail again. Fuck. So, so yeah. So let me Uh, ask you this. What came first, breaking the rules or the drugs? Breaking the rules, straight the fuck up. Absolutely breaking the rules. So you legit uh, were getting kicked out of kicked out of school early absolutely. on. Absolutely, uh, with the cigarettes butts that we used to smoke, um, we had stick matches. We always had more matches than we had cigarettes because we'd smoke them all. And uh, <laughs> so quickly one day, one particular day, this is when I was very young. <clears throat> we started to light shit on fire, and then one of us would carry a handful of dirt. And throw it on the fire. Well, that worked a few times, and then the fire got really big and burned half a house and a and a telephone pole. Fuck. We all ran home to our, you know, to our separate houses. And later on, I was in the bathtub, <laughs> and uh, the cops came to the door. And my mom said, "Get dressed. You're going with them." And oh, they took fuck. me. They took me. She said, "You keep him." And they took me to the hall when I was a little boy. They took me to where the eight, where the seventeen year olds were. With full mustaches, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I remember, I'm going to tell you guys a story. I remember, <clears throat> there's they call the guard coach in juvenile hall. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I'm like 12 years old, maybe 11 years old. Right. And, uh, okay, so I started to know everybody. They, they had us in a long corridor of cells, and I had a celly or two. And uh, one of the guys, one of the kids hung himself in his cell Mm. and they went door to door. The coach came and he said, you know, Matthew, uh, you know, has killed himself. And so I want to take this time. I want to, I want each one of you to say something nice about Matthew. Right. And so, and this is my fucked up head, man, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to tell you my problem. Part of my problem early on 
as it came down to the thing, well, Matthew was a good basketball player, you know, this, this. And then the next guy says, Matthew was my friend, you know, he, he was, you know, this and this. And it got to like a cell or two away from me. And this, and this one guy said, yeah, Matthew was fucked up. You know, he could have at least gave me his tray <laughs> before he did that. I admired that guy. <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck. Like, I mean, he ain't lying, dude. <laughs> I admire that Let him fucking that guy. know. Let him fucking so, know. So growing up, you know, at first it was marijuana. Wasn't really my thing. I still made the basketball team high as fuck. <laughs> you know, I, I hit 10 out of 10 free throws at, at Vista High School bas- basketball tryouts. But um, shortly thereafter, methamphetamine came into the, to the uh, scene. High school days? High school days. Freshman. Fuck. And uh, I remember sitting in the bushes with some other, you know. Hooligans. Hooligans, <laughs> for sure. And uh, they said, snort it up your nose. And I was like, well, what's it going to do to me? And I remember this dude, Ray. Shout out to Ray York. He lives in Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Ray York told me verbatim. He said, don't worry, bro. It won't freak you out. (laughs) Let me tell you something, Ray York. It freaked me out for a long, long time. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, very long. So the minute I did that math up my nose, I I was hooked. Like, weed was... I always liked to smoke weed, but it wasn't really my, it wasn't, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> Hold on, real quick, real quick. I'm going to tell you guys something real quick since we're on this topic. I've done a lot of fucking drugs. Weed is the only drug that will make me crawl in my skin and fucking think that people are after me and talking about me. It's it's 100%. Most, uh, it's literally the most, pe- I was petrified. <laughs> I remember, Absolutely. I got another story, but I remember... <clears throat> I could have swore that my friends were talking about me and they were in the garage and there was a bathroom, right? And so I am on the fucking ground, on the floor of the bathroom with my ear against exactly. the fucking floor exactly. thinking these motherfuckers right here are talking about me. Right. They're fucking talking about right. me. Right. It was, it was <laughs> like, it's like that for me too. When I used to go on my little dun 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 dun, dun, dun <laughs> missions, if I smoked weed before I went creeping, through the neighborhoods, I would be walking backwards, <laughs> scared. You know, a dog would bark like a mile away, and I'd be up in a tree. Right. That's how. We, and, right. and weed makes me stop at green lights and drive through red lights. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, um, where was I at? You it were was, at Ray York. Yeah, Ray York. Yeah, yeah blasted Ray York. that. Shout out, shout out, Ray York. Guess what? It freaked me out for a really long time. Um, I began to, uh, you know, because I didn't have any money. And I wanted to get high. And once I was on meth, it never let me go, and I never let it go. So uh, it became a stealing thing. You know, mm. one of the couple of the first dudes that I met that had big bags of methamphetamine, they would give me wish lists of things that they wanted. I'd go get it pretty quick <laughs> and bring it back. And it was a lot harder to do without a vehicle. So since I was already out stealing, I started stealing cars. How old are you about at this point? Like 1920? Uh, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay. Like that. All, all through that. And, um, you know, I, first it was stereos out of cars, and then it was a lot easier to uh, not break the stereo, just take the whole car and take your time with the stereo. <laughs> Plus, I needed a ride. Right. So, bing bong, it, it, yes, light bulb. So, yeah. A common sense, common sense uh, told me that 
you know, just take the whole car. That way you don't ruin the stereo, right? <laughs> or the tools or whatever. And also, you you know, then I wouldn't have to walk. <laughs> or ride the rusty beach cruiser. <laughs> Sheesh. So, yeah. So, as it went, um, I began to go to jail. You know, at first, jail was like a campground in, in uh, Warner Springs, you know, Camp Barrett. Nice little campy places. They give you tobacco when you get there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Shout and, out. Uh, and uh, so, you know, and, I, and I'd get out of Camp Barrett thinking like I was a decorated war hero. Some Somebody. Yeah, like <clears throat> I'm, walking, I'm, I'm thinking I'm pretty tough. You know, I, right. I, did, I, did a little, I did some scrapping. I got, I got beat up in lots of jails. So. <laughs> Let me ask you that because for those that don't know, Charlie is... Are you six five, six six? I'm six six. Six six. <laughs> he ain't no little guy. You know what no, I'm saying? So no. when when you're doing time, are you are you the first one to get tried up on? Um sometimes. 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 Um later on in life when I go to jail, I kind of want it. Right. So when the boys come in and say, Oh, the white boys are coming in here, they're gonna have to take a shower. I say bet. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes there's an ass whooping after that. <laughs> sometimes sometimes there's not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sometimes so, Charlie ain't taking no shower. No, sometimes I, I tell him I'm gonna take a nap <laughs> right now. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take a nap. Hey, big homie, let me help you with that. Bing pow, yeah, yeah, bing bong, <laughs> bing bong. So, uh, finish here. Yeah, finish here. Yeah. So as as time went on, the drugs got worse. The jail sentences got longer. The jail, the county jail, turned into state prison. I did a tour. You know, I I did all my twenties. And all my thirties, in bouncing in and out of prisons in California, for Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto two years, Grand Theft Auto three years, Grand Theft Auto back to two years. You know, right. so would you do your time straight, get out, no parole, and then just fuck no, no, up again? I'd have parole. I'd have. Par- I, I was on parole. I, I have a H. Parole. I have a Never H- heard of her. I have a. I have a H, a K, and a T number. Had. I gave. <sighs> I gave them all back. But I'd get out. If I was lucky enough to discharge parole, I'd have a new number right after that real quick. So, so that, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, like I'm not the big bad um, convict guy. However, the big bad convict guys like me because I'm fun to do time with because I'm fucking funny. Yeah. (laughs) And and we made the best of it. And I cooked some big, I cooked some killer wine. The Mexicans cooked that rotten apple shit. I cooked (laughs) honeydew, melon, cantaloupe. (laughs) Bubbly. <laughs> you know and so, mm. so jail became like, you know, when I get there, <clears throat> I get to prison, I'd see some people that I knew and I get finally get to my cell. Let me tell you guys about the first time I went to prison. Let's hear like it. I said, I'm six, six, right? I'm buckled <laughs> for, up. Homeboy. For all you motherfuckers that know the day from George Bailey across the street to Donovan is the worst day ever. <laughs> it starts off still the day before that. And you're in a cold holding cell for a long time. Then they take you across the street. Finally, they put you in a room that's standing room only. And then another inmate that's already established at the prison rolls up a laundry cart. (laughs) And you can tell how long the jumpsuit is by how big around it is when it's rolled up. So they start throwing them in over the top of the men. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm a, I'm a little skinny dude, right? So somewhat, but I'm tall. (laughs) So I'm thinking, I see the big, the big one. and I'm thinking, okay, that one's going to fit. So I jump up to try to get the rebound. Nope, I don't get it. Little short, tatted, face tatted out. Jacano gets it. And he's tougher than me. So I'm cool. You get that one. <laughs> Finally, the guy's down to the bottom of the rack, and here comes the one I get. It's about this big around, about as big around as a fucking soda can. <laughs> so I get it. 
I jump up and I get it. And I put it on, and I can't even shrug my shoulders without the <laughs> most wicked testicle fucking camel toe you've ever seen. The in your fattest life. moose knuckle. So you want to try to you want to you want a funny video if if, if there was ever a video, right. me coming up across the yard for the first time with my motherfucking camel toe and my fucking Mary, my Mary Jane motorcycle boots and my my knicker my knicker jumpsuit. <laughs> Trying to walk hard, trying to walk hard, and all the fellas they line up. Anyways, that was the first time. I love this story because I've seen you do the walk, and he's just walking oh so hard. Just you know, floor sleep, shot collar for the floor sleeper, hair standing up like this, sleeping in the fucking cell all night long. Not, shot collar for the floor sleeper, yeah, not, not running shit, not running shit, not running shit but but, my mouth. No, but, that's know, it. As we live, we adapt, and you know, by the time you know. I said, I thought, I must have thought to myself, boy, I'm not very good at this. I better come back and do this again. <laughs> because I did. And I did, and I and did, again. and I did. So eventually I came and I knew the laundry guy. So he would just hit me with the good one. Boom. Oh, just like that. And I get to my cell and the lit cigarette would come under the door. And I thought I was a made man, you know? <laughs> and I thought, in my life, this is the only place that I feel like this. You know, right. like, and then I'd get in trouble. They'd take away this. They take away my privileges. I get in more trouble. They take away my yard. I get in more trouble. They lock me in a little room all by myself, and there was nothing else to take away. And then I would relax. Right. Because there was nothing else. There's nothing else for them to take. There's nothing else. My mom told me, said, you just keep getting in trouble till they take away everything, and then you relax. Right. I didn't realize that, but that's what I did. Right. <clears throat> because then I didn't feel like there was anything I needed to do. Fucked up wiring in my head. Right. Fucked up wiring in my head. And I would get out of prison. You know, one time I was in Anaheim on a layover, and I had on a crispy white T-shirt. You know, I had a fresh haircut, and I was a little bit swole for for the you know spaghetti no spaghetti noodles were pretty fucking <laughs> a little bit bigger, little swollen noodles. Just fucking with some linguine. This girl, this girl comes up to me. Fettuccine, she goes, homie. She goes, "You just got out, huh?" <laughs> and I, oh yeah, I just got out. <laughs> and she's like. My friend thinks you're fine. My friend says she'll suck your dick. <laughs> and I had, and I had, I had gate money, so I went around the. They said, "Do you smoke weed?" And I said, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, I do. Of course yeah. I do. Hell yeah, I God, have I heard that before? <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, I smoke. Yeah. Do you need me to roll it, honey? <laughs> right. So, anyways, yeah, that's how it was. It was like a stupid um, rite of passage decorated war hero twisted feeling that I would right. get when I'd come out. And then I'd come back to... Quick question, though. How was the blow, Jay? It was quick. <laughs> it had been a while. It was quick, and it only cost 20 bucks. Damn! Bargain shopper. And the, and the joint was free. And the joint was free! Fuck but, um, so <laughs> Free joints! Free joints! Come Fresh out of the joint, free and, joint. And, Crisp and, and, white t-shirt. In, in retrospect, I wasn't... Uh, like some big shiny convict coming out of jail, the bus stop where they dropped the inmates off is right by her house. <laughs> <laughs> was like, was it, that was their little hustle. Right. That's how they get to 20 bucks. They do it five times right. a day, we got a bill. <clears throat> Whatever. Just don't want to be fifth, right? <laughs> yeah, just don't want to be fifth. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, all that war hero uh, shit that I was just talking about, it, it didn't get better, it got worse. And the time got longer, and the places they sent me got hotter. And, uh, you know, the, the charges got, you know, I got indicted. I got indicted for multiple counts of grand theft auto. So they said, we got you, Charlie, we mm. got you. 
Now we're going to hold you. So, you know, and I'm not talking about decades. I'm talking about just 61 months is the longest time I ever had to do. That's a long time. To That's me. a long fucking time. That's when five it, years. Yeah. When it's almost Christmas time and you got a bunch of more Christmases after that, it's like, yeah. So, and I call my mom and she says, oh, okay, um, you know, uh, you know, your dad and I, uh, mm, <laughs> we were talking. She's leaving big gaps in between her words, and I'm just like, I finally get to use the phone. I'm like, talk to me, mom. She's like, well, you know, your your dad and I, um, we were talking, and we were wondering if anybody tries to, you know, get you. <laughs> and I said, no, mom, nobody tries to get me. She says, oh, God, John, nobody tries to get him. <laughs> To they earn said, this. They said, they said, they told me, they would say, uh, you know, we like it when you're in prison because we know you're safe there. Ooh. And, I, and I, I, I let them have that. That was one thing I was able to do for my parents is I said, yeah, you're right. You know, there's no drugs and, huh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. <laughs> so, so introduction to heroin came in prison. Right. And I was already a, a full on meth head junkie on the streets. Never really did heroin on the streets, but. That was way more um, uh, perfect for heroin. It, for prison is heroin. So I began to use meth on the streets till I get busted, and then I go to prison. If I was got in with the cool dudes good enough, I could get free heroin. And it was more structured and more scheduled than it is on the street. Like, you know there's going to be, after about Wednesday, there's no more heroin from the visits. All right. So you know you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the the visit on Sunday is when it hits again. So you know you're not going to get anything till Monday. Right. You got a couple of days where you can get loaded. Well, so I'd go to prison a tweaker and I'd come out a heroin addict. And that's how it went for a long, long time. Mm. That's how it went. You were never doing dope on the streets? I did. <laughs> I, I did eventually, eventually. You know what I mean? Because uh, then I became a tweaker in the AM and a heroin addict that night. Straight junk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like I would shoot up crystal all day and then I would use heroin to for the nap time. Right? Lending gear. Right. Lending gear. I need so, to go hey, I need to go to bed. Yeah. At least hold Stealing school. cars. You know, it's, what, it's what I liked about heroin is my feet would stop wiggling. Right. You know what I mean? Like I would just I would be so wiggly that people would be like, You need to calm down. I'd be like, This is as calm as I get. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. You right, know, it was right. really bad. You know, and it says in the uh it says in the readings in the beginning of a meeting, it says uh, uh, it, it can, however, be arrested and then recovery is possible. Well, right. I always, in my head, I hear you can, however, be arrested and then recovery is then possible because if it wasn't for going to jail so many fucking times and getting just beat over the head with my own stupidity and my own addiction and, and my own self-inflicted uh, misery with the help of methane heroin um i wouldn't have got clean man right and fucking i'm here today you know i'm sitting with my with my brothers right now right we're doing a podcast these these dudes <clears throat> these dudes are a little younger than me quite some of them quite a bit younger than me but they fucking started this lfg <laughs> shit dude and it's like it's like the culmination of a of a vision that i've had since i was a kid right you know like all my life, I, you know, I just love motorcycles. It, it didn't happen overnight. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to ride a motorcycle. I've always ridden motorcycles since I was a little kid. 
it was a bull taco. It was a YZ 80. It was a YZ 125, you know, and then all the motorcycles I stole were a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I used to borrow people's Harleys, some big mean people. They let me ride their bikes and I would never bring them back on time. Right. Because there's an ass whooping when I bring the bike back. But I, I was going to bring the bike back. I'm just going to bring the bike back when I'm done. <laughs> They'd say, where the fuck are you? I want my bike back. I'd be like, I'm in San Juan Capistrano heading north, bro. I got something to do and I'll be back. <laughs> I wasn't in San Juan Capistrano. That was just a cool name. <laughs> cool name of a place that I'd say because it was far away, you know? Right. And so so uh, this last time I, I, w I got stranded at the casino. And, um, you know, I walked across the, uh, tile with my, I had, I didn't have a hat on. I had a, I had a red shoes and a Dago shirt on and the camera picked me up and I went right out to the parking lot and I stole a car. So they knew it was me. Right. Facial recognition knew it was me. I drove it home. I did whatever I did. And then I went to my parents' house, parked it down the street. I walk in the door and my mom's like, Where's the car, Charlie? And I go, what the whoa, I go, whoa, I go, mom. I go, what, what car, mom? She goes, a detective called us, Charlie. <laughs> we told him you'd call him. And I said, all right. Well, I, I took the business card or I took the number from her. And, and uh, she said, no, no, no. You're going to call him right now. Sit down right here. And, you know, mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm 39 years old <laughs> at this point. Fuck. So my mom's telling me I got to sit on the couch. I also lived at my parents' house till I was 39 years old. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. not a real big winner, right. not a not a gangster, right. not a uh, real uh, 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 doubt trap warrior, not not a, not a real uh, you know diamond thief or you know uh, you know somebody. <laughs> yeah, that you weren't stealing millions. I wasn't doing anything with anything I stole either. I wasn't making any money. All I was doing was uh, really the stealing was an extension of the high because that's how fucked up I was. Right, and so. I sat down on the couch and my dad's right there. He's not even looking at me because I know he wants to fight. My dad's my dad's big man and he's old, but he's so angry, he's scared. He's <laughs> very scary. And there was a time when he could he would, you know, he would get me, but them days are over. Those days were over. So I didn't I would have fought him. You know what I mean? Like fucking I fucking hate you, Dad, you know, whatever. <laughs> Thirty nine years old. Thirty nine years old. Come on, Charlie. Really yeah. now. So I called the guy, he goes, Where's the car, Charlie? I go, <laughs> what car? You know? it's like, Dude, we got you dead nuts on camera at the casino stealing the black Honda car. He goes, are you at your parents right now? I go, I am. He goes, stay right there. Uh -huh. I said, okay, I'll be here. I was gone. I ran, yeah. I ran from my parents. They're standing at the door saying, Charlie, Charlie. Finish him. Finish him. <laughs> it's a fucking so, rap. You're done. So I'm done. So now I'm strung out. As fuck, and I'm in the car, and my best thinking is I'm gonna go put it back. I went and put Makes it. Sense. I went and put it back. I went and put it back across the street from the casino. Uh, I read the girl's name out of the off the paperwork in the glove box, so I was gonna say when when they caught me, that that's my ex girlfriend. She let me use the car, and that bitch just wants me to fucking. She won't let me go. You know right. what I mean? I was had it all. That little did I know, she don't go by her name. She goes by a nickname that wasn't on the paperwork. God damn it. it. So anyways, I walked my last day. This is July. This is July 2nd, 2011. I walked from Paula Casino all the way to Vista. 
Fuck. And I was, I had somebody that was going to pick me up. So I walked through a neighborhood and I, I walk into this big giant kid. This, this kid is a big Indian kid. And he says, what do you got in your pockets, bro? Mm. And I said, that falls into the none of your fucking business category. <laughs> right then, his twin brother fucking punched me in the head so hard that now I'm on the ground and my teeth are busted out. I bu- busted my front teeth out and they're dragging me. I had 40 bucks and I had some meth in my pocket, but they didn't get it because I was kicking like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they eventually gave up and they left me alone. So I walked home from Paula Casino all the way to Vista with broken teeth. Like Oof. Broken like this. Fuck. <laughs> From where they were, they drug. The dude hit me, and I went face first, starched on the ground. I, I don't think I was knocked out, but I was shook. I fucking hit. I didn't put my hands down. He hit me so hard. They were twin brothers, and fucking as big as you are, if not bigger. Big, big, big heavy set guys. Shout out to my homeboy Gizmo because he took care of the motherfuckers. Yeet! Shout out Gizmo. Shout out yeah, Gizmo. Gizmo, let's Gizmo from the motherfucking street. Yeah. You know the deal. Vista Giz, homie. That's right. That's right. So, anyways, uh, the next day I had stolen a computer from a dental office. Statue of limitations is up on all this. <laughs> and uh, I had sold it to a girl, but she hadn't paid me yet. So the next morning I wake up at my sister's. My legs are so tired from walking. And she says, hey, I got your shit, man, you know, for the computer. I said, okay, cool, we'll be there. So the dude takes me over there, and um, we get my shit. And he goes, hey, let's not go back to your sister's, bro. Let's go Let's go to my homeboy Billy's across town so we don't got to get your sister high because my sister, we didn't want to get my sister high. And so we're driving through town, and we get pulled over. <clears throat> and I have syringes in my pocket. I got the dope. And um, they come up to, to my buddy's window, and they said, hey, man, are you on probation or parole? And he said, no, I'm not. And he leans into me and he sees me and he goes, how about your friend? And the guy driving goes, tell him the truth, Charlie. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the motherfucker. Cop, the cop goes, Charlie who? And I said, Royer. He goes, don't fucking move, guy. Oh, move, fuck. Guy. So they had, a pic- they had a picture of me. Snitch. God pic- damn. Little fucking. <laughs> Pointing a finger. They Hello. A, the cop had a picture of me uh, printed on a piece of paper taped to his dashboard. Oh, oh, my oh God. They wanted your ass. Yeah, so, so I got hauled off. Shazam. You know, I have the dope in my mouth. Through the, through the initial search, they took the syringes. They took the weed. They took everything I had, but I had the dope in my mouth. Right. Nice, nice, maybe gram and a half of crystal. And so I get to jail, I get, I get to where you're chained to the thing and they're telling you your charges. So, so, and I'm, you know, I'm before that I'm in the phone tank and there's this fat guy laying on his back and he's just being loud. He's being really mm-hmm. loud, super loud. People are trying to call their mothers and call their lawyers and call whoever they're calling. Right. And this fat dude is just, he's like rapping a song on the ground. So I have anger Anger, anger issues when I when I'm in the county jail because it's just the beginning of this process that I've gone through so many fucking times. Right. Part, this this process that I've gone gone through so many times is part of the reason why I got clean because I was so fucking tired of learning the same lesson again mm-hmm. with years to do. So I stood up and I just kicked this dude in the face with a two step running start. Just oh fuck the good one. <laughs> yeah, and he he shut up, and all the dudes in the cell they all gave me that nod of. That's what's up. You know what I mean? And I sat back down. I didn't have nobody to call. I didn't have nobody for bail. I didn't have nobody. I didn't have a lawyer yet, you know? So they chained me to the thing. They tell me my charges. They take me in. They strip me out. 
I, while I was at the counter, I stole a piece of blue tape because they were painting. They had wet paint signs taped. I stole a piece of blue tape. Funny how that blue tape, that Home Depot tape, <laughs> it matches the wristband in jail. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? Exactly. So I taped the dope to the back of my wristband. And through the strip search, when they had me go like this, I turned it around when I faced them. I turned it around when I was away from them. And I lift my nuts and I bend over and cough. And then I get to some clothes. I put the clothes on. I take it back out of my wristband and put it back in my mouth. And it's coming to the module with me like I always do. Right. One way or the other. Didn't have to go to the vault. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. but Didn't have to go not, to the pocket. But right. it's not out of the question. Yeah, <laughs> please. So, uh. I get to the. I used to be uh, called. I used to be called the fucking hoop daddy. Yeah, hoop, yeah, you know. <laughs> if I would have thought about it, I would have brought my cell phone, the charger, the, God the, the fucking, the laptop. <laughs> so I get to the module finally, and there's a kid in the cell, and you know I'm pissed, man, because I'm fucking here again, and mm. it's fucking Grand Theft Auto. I got mega mega priors, and um, I tell the kid get out. Man, you heard you heard me yeah. share this before, That's great. Dustin. I, I tell the kid, get out. He gets out, you know? And um, I start unwrapping the dope because I'm going to fucking either eat some, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get high, just like I always do. Right. And I fucking just sat there. I was up on the second tier, sitting at the table, unwrapping the shit, looking out over the module, and people are walking in circles. It's like they always do. Yep. yep. People are doing their push-ups with their feet on the table and they're fucking lifting water and all these great activities, right? right? And um, I thought to myself, man. Thund- Thunderdome Olympics. I thought to myself, man, am I always going to be like this? Right. And it came to me. Right. Like, it came to me in that moment. If you do that shit, you're always going to be like this. Right. You keep doing this shit, you're always going to be like this. So. I stood up, I bundled it back up like this, and I went to the door, and I said, hey, homie, to the biggest Mexican dude, the biggest gang-banging Mexican dude that was in there, obviously the tank, ca- the, the keys for the Mexicans. Right. He comes to the door, and he goes, what's up, man? And I said, hey, I got this. I want your groceries. I want all your shit. I want all your fucking Zuzus and your Wham Whams and your fucking <laughs> coffee. And he goes, hey, Holmes, you know, when you first come in here and you're bringing something in, you got to break off the Mexican rep and the white rep and the black rep. And then whatsoever, whatever's left, it's yours. And I said, I ain't breaking off nobody. <laughs> I said, I'll throw this shit in the fucking toilet right now. Whoa, and, whoa. And, hey, and stop the presses. All Everybody's all, like, hey. All, all of a sudden he goes, no, don't do that. <laughs> they got real so, Caucasian. Yeah, so real he, Caucasian. No, I swear to God. He left and he came back with two brown bags full of stuff. And I handed him the meth. And that was July 3rd, 2011. That's my clean date. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Just yes. hit a decade, my boy. Oh, boom. Yeah. Bang. Yeah, come on. They hit him with it, dog. Yes, yes, yes. So all that. So I went to jail. I got a lawyer. I'm a, I'll try to speed it up a little bit. Don't trip. I got. We impressed. I got a uh, public defender. She was young. She was new, and um, it's like, but you know, it's been a few years since I've been there, right? She says uh, I get an email from her. I don't know if you guys are hip to the emails and the going to the store uh, twice a week and uh, JPay. I'm people, doing it right now. People can um, send you chocolate pack, chocolate lovers packs, and all this different right. weird shit. I, I'm used to commissary being regular commissary where you on a bubble sheet. Yeah, yeah. You fill it out, and it, so, anyways, 
I get an email from my lo- my actual lawyer because the guy that I met through the thing with the little holes in it, he said, you're, you're busted, bro. You're looking at three, five, and seven. And he mm. said, and you've already done three, but they're going to give you a year for every prison prior. Jeez. So you have, you have four prison priors. You're looking at, you're not going to get three. You're going to get the five with, with probably four prison priors. That's nine years with, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's nine years with half. So I said, oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I already know that I'm busted. There's no, you know, I can't escape. No. There's no escape. And uh, <clears throat> so I get the email from the girl, the my actual lawyer. She says, call me between this time and this time the next day. So I call her up and I said, hello, this is Charlie Royer. And she says, uh, she goes, you have any questions for me? I said, yeah, can you get, can you get them to drop any of the prison priors? It, like, you know, I'll take the five, um, give me the five. Right. And I'll, and she goes, oh, we're going to do way better than that. And I said, well, if you can get them to, you know, three with only a couple of the prison priors, I'll take the five. She goes, we're going to do better than that. I said, she wow. goes, I'll be there tomorrow. I said, bring a pin. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign, I'll, I'll sign it. You know, I, right. I was thinking, I was thinking nine. Well, she comes to meet me and here's another defining moment in Charlie, Charlie's life right here. We're sitting down together in a little, um, uh, pro visit. Right. Thing. And um, she says, she just looks at me sideways and she goes, do you have a drug problem? Uh, yeah, and I, I do. I was like, you think? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Did you legit, read anything? Nobody has ever asked me that before. Really? Right. No, no, no public defender has ever asked me that before. She right. says, do you have a drug problem? I said, you think? She goes, right. what, do you, how, what do you use? I said, meth and heroin. She says, well, how much do you use? I said, all of it. Until <laughs> the bag's it. gone. All yeah, right. That's what I did. Until I need more. I did all of it. I never, you know, I, I used to almost hide some for later. Never almost. get that far. Yeah, almost. Never, ever got that far. So she got me something called LRP. And I had discharged my, my previous number, so I was back to, uh, you know, something better than... HK or T. HK or T, right. So... Wow, good memory, B. Gruff. I'm out here. Jesus. H-K and the T. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And so um, <clears throat> she got me LRP, which means you go to county jail and you have to go to classes and you have to take a lot of classes and you get uh, certificates for each class that you um, graduate from or, or get certified in or whatever. And then the more stuff you get done, the less time you have to do. So... The last time I was in jail, I was in there for a year. And um, in county, in county, in which East, is East Mesa. Okay, let's is, let's talk about that because that's about doing mm, two and a half years in, in state prison time. Well, yeah. I've never been to East East Mesa before, but let me tell you, from George Bailey to East Mesa, that's the softest fucking time I've ever done in my life. Right. They give you clothes, and you know, you're not buying socks. You're not buying whites. No, they give you stuff. There's tobacco on the yard, illegal, but there's tobacco on the yard. There's batteries that you can make a lighter with. They, you know, there's right. people playing uh, Texas Hold'em. You yeah. know, they got a TV room. They got so. I go in there, and I'm like, you know, the the first thing dude comes up to me, and he says, uh, "My name's Chainsaw, and I'm the I'm the shot caller for the Whites. Uh, come with me." So I walk with him, and he walks me in the bathroom, and he says, "Hey, that's the that's the white toilet." That's the black toilet. That's the that's the Mexican toilet, and that's the other toilet, right? So I said, okay, 
got it. Got it, Chainsaw. Right. Or hit, chainsaw. Hit, hit, hitman or Chainsaw or whatever what his name the was. Fucking little, name fucking was. Skin, little skinny fucking kid, right? Right. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I, I make up my bed and I fucking, I got a shit, right? So I go in there to the bathroom and, and the white toilet that he pointed out to me has shit all over it. And so me shit on the, to- on the toilet. Fucking seat. ridiculous. So I went to the next one and I sat down and I shit. Well, they come and they get me after that. They said, hey, man, we got to break you off. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they know I'm here now. Like, they're, I thought they were going to give me stuff. Right. They take me to the back and they said, here's, here's what it is, bro. You got to hold your hands up in the air. And these two dudes are going to punch you in the stomach while I count to 23. Mm. And I said, this ain't how it works, bro. And they said, well, that's how it works here. He says, well, you can fight back if you want, but then it's full flight. So he says, ready? And I put my arms up. And he said, ready, set, go. And these two dudes, they start punching me in the stomach. And these are these are smaller dudes, right? But they're right. they're good at what they're doing, and they're very efficient, and they're beating the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I made it to about four or five. Till I said, fuck that. And right. I took a fucking swing at the dude on the right of me and I missed him and I knocked the dude out on the left out on accident. <laughs> oh, fuck. He spun around and went <laughs> pong, pong, pong down the bunk. Oh. And he's laying there and his arms are out like this. Good. And the guy's still counting and I'm standing there dancing like, who, who you know, I, What's thought, up? I thought they were all going to get me. It right? was cracking. So he's like 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, Ooh. 22, 23. Then they all want to shake my hand. And I'm like, that ain't how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't friends with them. I didn't shake anybody's hands. But that that part was over. Right. You so, didn't call out and be like, okay, while no, we're doing this, who shit no, on the toilet? No, no. But, you know, it's, it's, it's these fucking lame rules, right? Right. I, yeah, I get it. It's a reason, whatever. But I can't. I had to shit, man. And I wasn't going to clean up somebody else's boo-boo before nope. I take a shit. Right? Not so, happening. Right. So, luckily... I'm lucky that I missed the one guy and hit the other guy because it was a big wild swing, but it was everything I had, probably everything I had, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Right. <laughs> exactly. The bunk, you know, the metal bunks that he went ping pong pong <laughs> down the side <laughs> and then was out. So that was that. Got a job in the kitchen, worked. Um, the the free staff guy liked me in the kitchen, said, You're a royal, you're good, you're good worker, you'll be my lead man, you know. Like pretty soon I'm lead man in the kitchen and I'm cooking for the for the ODR right for the counselors at the jail so I'm making their chicken Caesar salads and they start to know my name and I start to have a little bit of rapport with these two ladies and this guy Kevin there's two shout out to Patricia and Jessica and Kevin the counselors at East Mesa about oh 11 years ago shout out because if I could get a hold of them I would because I really owe them a, a big part of my life that I have today, and it's amazing. Last right. 10 years. They would not let me go. They called me to their office. They said, hey, man, you're a good dude. In my mind, I'm thinking, you don't know me. <laughs> they said, you're a good dude, man. You got to um, do a program when you get out of jail. I said, I'm not going to a fucking program. You know, I'm, I'm not going to one fucking group of men locked up to another group of men locked up. And they said, well, you always do what you've always done. You're always going to get what you've always got. Mm. Oof. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fucking fired, baby. That's a fact. And Charlie asked for that button push. Yeah, yeah he said. He, Charlie said the hit, fucking button. Hit right. the button. So, you know that that was a a key moment, right? So pull that um, mic in, Charlie. So I so I um fast forward. To, I'm getting out of jail, right? 
and I've already written letters to a program, so I got a program. <clears throat> when I walk out of George Bailey to be released, I'm, I'm going to get on a bus and I'm going to go get a 40. This is what Correct. I'm going to do, right? But as I walk out the door, I didn't get 20 feet on the sidewalk till the little Prius pulls up and the back door pops open, and it's the three counselors, all three of them, the two girls and Kevin. They said, all right, man, here we are, you know? Mm -hmm. And they said, get in. And I got in the car, and they took me to a program in Encanto. Right. Second Chance. And uh, Second Chance is the name of it, but it's also what it was. Yeah, it was right. my second chance. Closed the window on my 40-ouncer and my joint and my shot of crystal that I would always do. Of course. You know, that same day. Uh, I went to the program, registered, and I went to a place called Flicker House. And uh, there was no beds, so they let me sleep on the floor for 10 days before the program started. And then I started moving with a bunch of people that were going to the program. And um, I went to our first day out of jail. Right. And I, we, uh, we got off, we got out of the meeting. I'm looking around this meeting and there's like grubby motherfuckers that are nodding out during the meeting mm -hmm. and this and this. And the dude that was leading the meeting had his hat turned sideways and a scorpion. Ooh, crooked hat crew. Yeah. You know, 909. Jesus so, fuck. And so I'm going, yeah, this is, this ain't me. Right. But, right. but I was so tired of what I'd always got, man. So I, I did the program. I did really well in the program. On, upon graduating the program, the manager at the Flicker House told me, hey, pack your stuff. You got to move. And I said, where am I going? She said, just pack it. I said, where, where am I going? She said, just, just pack your stuff. Right. <laughs> and every time I asked where I'm going, she's like, she's interrupting me saying, just pack your stuff. <laughs> it doesn't work. doesn't work well with me. Right. So right. I, just, I packed my stuff. She drove me to uh, 40th and University. Or 46th in university to, uh, to to a sober living. Uh, very quickly, that was co-ed sober living. Oh. Nice. Swing. Nice. So. You know the deal. <laughs> so, so right away, um, everybody in the house is pretty nice to me. There's like six refrigerators. You share rooms with a couple guys. And, uh, and my parents... My parents <laughs> said, you know, they had enough. They said, that's it. You know, so I stayed there and I started going to meetings with all the people in the house. And as time went by, people would leave, people would get high, people would do whatever, but then more people would come. And um, that's where I met some um, people that are still my, my family today. And, um, you know, it was, there was a time when, uh, you know, I stayed at Sober Living for fucking three years, dude. Right. I, was yeah. I, was I was afraid to leave. Yeah. Right. If it's working, it's working. I was afraid to leave, man, because I never had anything work before. You know, pretty soon I had a little truck, and pretty soon I had a little job. Right. And pretty soon I had money in the bank, and pretty soon I had a Harley. Let's talk about know. it. Okay, oh, so, baby. So, you know, I was... I was the purple thunder. The purple thunder, baby. You know, <laughs> you know all bullshit aside... Purple bike was purple, but it was fucking cool. Oh, that bike was that bike was cool. It was dude. Fat Daddy, and it had a cassette player on it, and some eight hangers, <laughs> and fucking. And I was the only one. Man. I used to ride by myself, and I, I know. fucking. And then all my friends, the the girl, some of the girls, my sisters that lived at the pad with me, they had some cool boyfriends, and I'm like, come on, you guys, <laughs> let's get these bikes, dude, because it's so bad. They see, I know that I look at them when I pull up, and they're just going, yep, someday, man, someday, that's man. That, that's exactly what I was going to interrupt you and say. It's yep. like, I remember Charlie pulling up to meetings, like, right when I first met him, and I'm just like, 
fuck, this dude's cool. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You know what I mean? I literally just got out of my program and all that shit, too. So I'm like, my eyes are just so crisp and clear. And here comes Charlie, man. That one of the, by far one of the coolest guys that I met when I fucking got out, too. But here he is on a fucking Harley, dude. And he's all by himself. Yep. And all I'm by like, my, all by myself. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't have no problem with it. But I would go to, <laughs> I would go to meetings and then I kind of gravitated towards, you know, Holly Street meeting and I met some, you know, some other people. There. How, long, some, how long have you been clean when you got your bike? Uh, five years. Five years. Five Fuck years. yeah. So you worked for it. Yeah, I worked for it. I, I had a I had eight grand. <laughs> I had, I had felt like daddy fucking much. Warbucks. I was just <laughs> like, I never had eight grand that I worked for. You know, I, I worked for this little Mexican dude in, in Santee, and I worked hard for him. I dug ditches. I did retaining walls. I rebuilt his deck without any. The only thing he bought for me was screws. <laughs> I brought, I brought right. my skill saw, and I trimmed fucked up boards, and I rebuilt his deck with the existing deck boards. I basically slid the whole thing. Damn. I slid the whole thing. We're talking thousands of three-inch screws. I would literally burn out a battery, put one battery on the charger, put the other battery on, burn that battery out, grab the other battery off the charger all day long for weeks. I did. I, I worked on his deck. Damn. And um, and he would short me money. I was two buses. At that point, it was two buses and a trolley mm. to get to his path from from uh, uh, you were taking the trolley on Santee. Yeah, you were the only city, one. The <laughs> nobody on that motherfucker. But anyways, <laughs> but uh, I hate public transportation. You know, I know it serves yeah. a purpose, but it's just never been for me. Crazy people are drawn to me. Like they, I could have somebody that's you know shooting a machine gun with their back to me, imaginary machine gun. <laughs> right. I get on the trolley. Right. They know I'm there, and they turn around and they look right at me. Right. That's the way it's always been for me. Yeah. It's like they know I'm there, man. It's bizarro. So, so yeah, the bike, the bike, the bike was cool, and then uh, my friends. Slowly but surely, I said, "Man, we gotta get up." You know, I remember Ian had a had a crotch rocket. Right when I first met you guys, and uh, you know, everyone would would say, "Man, I want a Harley too." And I was like, "Dude, you can get one, bro. We can all get them, and we'll right. fucking ride together." Right. And so, you know, here we are, man. Here we are. Right. Okay. And just a little, just a little, just a little flavor, a little little example of what it is. I got the same fucking job right. that I had at Sober Living now. Right. Ten years later, I, I've been employed by the same people this whole time. Right. Not the little Mexican dude. That was just. That, that was got just you little, started. Yeah, it was that a little got me started. But I have this. Uh, once I got a, a decent job, I've kept the same job the whole fucking time I've been clean, which is a testimony to being clean because, you know, I just don't show up on time. For a job, I just don't work when right. I when I'm on drugs. Right, and um, and so now employed, uh, I just moved not too long ago. I moved into my new apartment. Just right. so happens to be neighbors to the motherfucking LFG. That's right. That's right. Let's fucking go, baby. So so, and and all my friends they have bikes now, and uh, the only people that I hang out with are people that are clean and in the program. And I watch all these guys. I've watched all these guys, you know, right. Dude, shout out to you, bro. Right. From so he's pointing to Dustin. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to Dustin. Cause I seen the whole process. Yeah. I seen, I knew Dustin when he was just a single dude. Right. And, and 
you know, kind of sh- kind of shifty eyed. Kind of shifty. Oh, for sure. Kind of shifty. For sure. And, and um, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, just like what you're saying. I didn't really know, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, I didn't, exactly. I didn't really know. Yeah, we never had success before. You know, yeah. a lot of I hear a lot of people say, "I want my life back." I want my. Li-. I never had yeah, a fucking what life. fucking life. I never had a life. Like there Literally. wasn't like I didn't lose a big house and a bunch of Harleys. Yeah, before doing, before going to jail, I was on a rusty fucking stolen beach cruiser. Right. That I put ape hangers on. Right. And they rust. They were rusty too. You know. Yeah. So. So I watched. I watched you guys, man. I watched Brendan. I watched you the whole time. You've been clean too, bro. Yeah. Like here we are, man. And 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 one guy gets a bike, and then he sells it to his buddy and gets another bike, and then two guys have bikes. Right. You know, and, and you know, Ian. I think the the order of things is like, Ian, you, 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 you know, and Rafa, and just a just a domino It, it just effect, keeps bro. on going, right? So right. then, so, so let's get to. Let me let me let me speed up to right now. So yeah, let's talk you know, about right now, Charlie. Okay, right now. I'm how wait? Hold on. Let me let me segue this, homeboy. Okay, tell me right now, how good is your life? My life's amazing. And why is that? My life is amazing because I pay my own bills. That's right. I have my own pad. That's and right. It, and it's not a four by eight cell. I have a a bitchin' beautiful pad with right. laminate floors. Big TV, right. large, bed. <laughs> yeah. large bed. Tell them about your bed spread. Yeah. Harley Davidson shit everywhere. Yeah, like <laughs> full on man. Like cave. I know it's possessions and it's monetary things, but when I come into my pad, right. It, when I unlock my door and I open my pad, everything's exactly where I left it. Right. And I just did all my laundry at the laundry room that's in my in my complex. Right. And I cleaned my house yesterday, so when I go home later on tonight, my pad is fucking <laughs> clean. My bed is fucking made. I got right. toilet paper. I got food. Eh, not that much food. <laughs> we eat out. But I got protein shakes. I got coffee, creamer. Yeah, you, got, you, know you got, I mean? the works, I got the works. I got the works. Yeah. And uh, my life is really good. Um, shout out to little Chris, man. <laughs> Just real quick. Wow. Here Ooh. we go. Baby. Come on. Let's fucking go, baby. Talk about her. Let's go. Shout out to little Chris. That's right. Because, you know, a.k.a. Slayer Chick. Yeah, Slayer Chick. She's one bad chick. She's a bad chick, man. And uh, she's she's like nothing I ever uh, met before. She's different. And uh, we have a lot of of fun. Our love is new. And uh, didn't really think it was in the cards for me to, to be fucking goofy. But, you know... And everybody tells us, you guys just make sense. Right. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, if one more person tells me that I'm making sense, I'm going to fucking kick you to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. I ain't kicking nobody to the curb. He, she ain't going yeah. nowhere. So yeah. anyways, uh, so life is good. Love is good. Um, You know, July, July 3rd coming up. If everything stays the same and mm. I keep doing what I do one day at a time, I'm gonna have 11 years clean. Damn, God, 11 damn, fucking, 11 fucking years, man. 11 That's, fucking it, years for a dope know, fiend like you. 11 years for a dope fiend like me, mm. with with no plan, no uh, purpose in life, just you know. And 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 real quick, my daughter's going through some shit, man. Right. And uh, I was trying to, I talked to her on Christmas. She had a really tragic thing happen. With, right. With uh, um. The death of her baby's dad. He OD'd on that shit. You know that on, fentanyl on, shit? On fentanyl. And, uh, you know, back in the day when it was us, bro, you know, I tried to OD on Crystal. And all it would do was make, if I did too much, it would just make me. 
you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Wiggly. But I, you know, people weren't dropping. I mean, people were dropping, but people weren't dropping like it is now. No. That fentanyl shit is in everything. Yeah, it's no. a fucking added flavor. It's an additive, addictive uh, factor. And it's also an off switch. If you get one microgranule too much, you're dead. Yeah, you're it's gone. It's a fucking so, rap. So don't fuck around and find out. Yeah. No, you know yeah, what I mean? There's a there's a bunch of really good people in San Diego. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 I'll say that. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> shout out to the program, you know what I mean? That that saved yeah. our lives. That's you know right. I mean? Yeah, that's right. And gave us gave us a, a fucking a burning flame that that we can um build on and have you know, have fun and have future. Back to you, bro. Uh the right. uh the uh the the whole transformation of you from a from basically a guy that got forced transitioned out of a out of a program and you got uh, defied all odds right you uh got with one of my sisters from right. the sober living right you guys are you guys are I knocked that one up yeah <laughs> so here we go. so put a baby so, in the oven so this is this is one of the one of the gifts that I get man is I get right. to watch these badass dudes that I hang out with and I ride motorcycles with basically manifest their lives and get what they want and win. Right. I was a, I was a part of the wedding. I was a, a part of the, the motorcycle, uh, pre-wedding motorcycle ride with right. the drones following us and all that stuff. That was a, some of the coolest shit I've ever done in my life. Absolutely. And not only because it was cool because we were on Harleys, right. it was cool because we were all dressed it, the same for your wedding, bro. Right. Tuxedos on a Harley wedding, Davidson. For your wedding to your wife. Right. Who's now hold, who's now carrying your baby? Right. So from where we were to where we're at now, we're all living. We we're all living the dream, man. And right. we ride motorcycles. You know, COVID. Let's let's talk about COVID real quick. Right. COVID nineteen was a fucking badass year. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> Charlie had a kick ass. I had year. a kick ass yeah. year. Let's talk about my birthday ride, bro. Like, yeah. LFG put it on Instagram. Hey, it's it's the homies' uh, birthday ride. Right. Broken yoke nine o'clock. The whole parking lot was full of Harley Davidsons. Right. Ridiculous. So then we leave there to go on the mission and uh, basically just world domination on the freeway. <laughs> Finish yes. Four lanes wide on the freeway. I'm in front because it's my birthday. That's right. <laughs> and I'm looking in the rearview mirror and there's, you know, 20, 30 bikes, 30 big Harleys doing wheelies on the freeway. All four lanes motorcycles as far as the eye can see and so i'm just like okay well uh, we're we're going you know they're popping wheelies back there and i'm I'm riding and we're fucking hauling ass because there isn't a cop in sight not one not one Mm -mm. (laughs) we're we're going we're going upwards what is upwards of 90 miles an hour on the freeway people are doing wheelies allegedly allegedly Allegedly. Allegedly. give or take yeah give or take yeah there was wheels on the ground (laughs) some some of them one some of them were two but a couple few miles later I look back in the rearview mirror. Oh, they're still doing wheelies. (laughs) (laughs) Happy fucking birthday. Happy birthday. It's a birthday wheelie. (laughs) So these are the types of things we do. And then the the tombstone ride, LFG tombstone ride. Shout out to LFG, man. It was a great time. Jesus Christ. So coming back to my vision, what what I realized I wanted, man, is... I just want to ride motorcycles with my homeboys, man. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. and uh, that's what I get to do. Yeah. You know, and there's only a couple people 
Bro, that, you you manifested this shit right here. Yeah, and okay, I, I want to say that like you you we spoken on the material things, but I also see like from the outside looking in, like you got a lot of the mental shit too. Like you don't let people do and treat you any type of way. No, you don't settle. Nope, no. and mm. that's the motherfucking motto. And I don't quit. You know, no. even, uh, for me, because I I had to do the same thing, and I, I unfortunately wasn't able to stay clean through it. But you stayed clean through both parents passing, right? You know right. what I mean. Did you did that. right by them, and you continued to honor their Correct. lives by staying clean. Right and you, bro, LFG wouldn't be what it what it is without you, Charlie. Well, like I hope you know that in your yeah, heart, bro. Like well, you don't have to ever worry about me not being there because you know I live in the same complex as Dustin. Yeah, <laughs> and the the biggest question we ask each other when it's not fucking raining yeah. is, are we gang banging? <laughs> <laughs> you know, gang banging to when I ask him that is if we're gonna wear our little helmets or not. Right. And so <laughs> it's a funny question because right. when I say, or if he asks me or if I ask him, if I ask him, I say, are we gangbanging? And he goes, you know the fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> The, be, the best and is, hey, Charlie, are we riding today? And he just goes, <laughs> yeah. like, you, he don't ask. Me, he yeah. asked me, hey, are we riding? And I just start laughing yeah. every time because right. it's like, well, fuck yeah, we're, yeah, fuck yeah, we're riding. It's just a lane splitter division, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's LSD with the LFG. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And if you don't LFG, lines you don't right know now. me. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Woo. People are going to be commenting on this like, okay, enough of the DJ horn. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so This ain't your show. <laughs> so, here, so here we are, man. Actually, people loved it. Nice. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I really didn't love the delay on it. It has to be like, you need it well, right Well, bro, if, it, if I could put it in my life. It's, if you saw the setup, people who oh don't know. Oh, my there's God. Like, you guys hold up fucking what quick, dude. Hold on a tick, mate. We haven't even fucking said why Rafa's not here. Oh, my God. Dude. I, so we were, Rafa's got the vid. Yeah. So, I, well, we don't know for sure if he has COVID. I don't think he does. He said he he, he said he didn't. Okay. So we can't be throwing that out there. He's well, just sick. But you know how it is. And if you're sick now, everybody goes, oh, it's COVID. COVID one or COVID two, COVID five. I don't know. Omicron, it's, Delta. It's a fucking yeah. COVID. But yeah. But we fucking introduced Charlie and <laughs> fucking didn't even say, hey, guys. So By the way, yeah, sorry, Rafa's not way. here. Let's call him. Yeah, let's call him real quick. Shout out to Rafa, a.k.a. Runaway Rafa. Yeah. <laughs> a.k.a. Scared Dumpster Rafa. <laughs> hey, you know, you hey, got, you, the best part about that, though, is what we were just talking about on the right here. Rafa was so scared to talk about Tombstone like it's a fucking case. Like they're yeah. after hey, they're him looking, still. They're, they're, they're looking, looking for, for you, homeboy, okay? <laughs> Hold on, I... <laughs> Hey, homie. Yeah. How you live? Hey. Hey, dude. So, Nine. Arizona Highway Patrol called. <laughs> you guys talking about one? <laughs> <laughs> How's the vid oh, treating crack you? A barrel. Oh, crack yeah. a barrel. Yeah. yeah, breaker breaker one nine. They they went off on ramp thirty seven. Silver got, bullet. We got we got a low rider s. We'll just pull over one of his friends and he'll come back. <laughs> dude, the whole ride. Hey, the whole ride. The whole ride is home. Me and Eric were just looking at each other like we're fucked. <laughs> every checkpoint, every checkpoint, we just look at yeah. Hey, bro. So let's talk about it. how you feeling right now. I don't know. I feel good, dude. Like I just my body sore, dude. Bro, oh. bro, you actually might have the Rona. Oh, body aches and a fever. Nah, I don't have a fever. Just body ache and a headache. Bro, you better pick your boogies with a with a Q-tip. Ooh. <laughs> well, no, I, I went. I went earlier to go get tested. Is it just me or does he sound perfectly fine? And he yeah, bailed no, on us? you sound like fucking fine. What are you doing tonight, really, bro? Is it, you, t- <laughs> you taking your lady out on a date? Yeah, 
Hey, man. Let's keep it low key. You know what I mean? You ain't shit. Well, I just yeah, wanted to pop in and say what's up, show some love to the homie because you ain't here. That's right. Hey, so who who you guys interviewing now? This is it Charlie Show? That's right. It's the Charlie Show. Hey, baby. what's up, big homie? <laughs> All right, Rafa. AKA Runaway Rafa. AKA, <laughs> AKA Hide the Dumpster. Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. Run, Runaway Rafa. We love you, Rafa. Yeah, I love you guys too, man. You guys be safe. We'll see you on the next yeah. week. You gonna make time for us to, next week? Yeah, I'll definitely do Yeah, that try to put week. us into your books, homie. Yeah, pencil us yeah, in if you can. Yeah, pencil, pencil us in. in. Jesus, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right, homie, we love you. COVID, COVID, love COVID, COVID, COVID. Rafa's got the Rona. You know the fucking deal. <laughs> you know the fucking deal. Uh, man, I man. feel like I feel like we're we've heard it. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. Charlie? I just a little a little parting parting note. I, I I seriously mean it, man. We would not be where we are without all the love and support you've shown us from literally the day one. The first we got the shirts called you. You we didn't even call you. You came no, over because that's what over. you do. Yeah, he's already. And we're over. like, hey, we're going to take photos, and you were like, cool. Yep. And you fucking roasted the tire in front of the San Diego wall in Sherman Heights. Shout out. Oh, dude, when we got, when we almost got fucking jumped by the fucking God, tweaker they, and Barrio Logan. You yep. get out of oh, my, hey, get out of my park. What, get Charlie, out of my park. And Charlie's like, I swear to God, I'll fucking put one in you. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. It. Hey, but you know what? Real quick, I know that we're winding down or whatever, but you know, he he talked about you know his girlfriend, and it's just really cool to see like the gifts of recovery. You know Straight what I mean? Up. And okay, yeah, you can have a girlfriend and. And and have all these things, and they are material things, right? But Charlie's done some fucking really good work on himself, and to see where he's at now. So it's like you're talking about. I've been watching you. Well, I've been watching you, homeboy. Yeah. And seeing the fucking, seeing where you're at now in your life, and seeing how happy you are. And Straight that's, up. And that's the that's the key to success, is to actually be fucking happy it and is. not putting on a fucking front. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, I don't know how uh, long it took. It, it's takes some people but it took me a really long time to it be did. comfortable in my own skin yeah. and i'm here now you know it, it happened it happened to me not that long ago i was 50 years old right 50 years old i i spoke at a at a, at a meeting in poway and i just i just basically just poured it out you know i cried about my parents i cried about a, a couple things man. Right. like you know sometimes real quick right sometimes i think about you know the fork in the road when I was busted, when I had that shit in my hand. Right. You know, I was this close to fucking doing what I've always done, bro. Right. You know, like, and so when I think about that right now, it's it's such a sharp pain in my chest. Right. The fear that 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 this isn't real, that that I really did what I've always did, what I what I always did, and where I would be if I would have done that. I would right. not be here, man. Because you know, if I was out there, I'd be I'd be poking myself with that shit that. It's killing people, killing lots of people. Right. I'd be right there with it, man. And uh, I'm not. And I'm grateful. And another thing, too, real quick, I start off every day in gratitude. Right. For for just for having a clean pair of socks to put on. Right. And some, and some fresh kickers. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, and, you know, clean clothes are one place to sleep. And, and, and like you said, that peace, that feeling that I get when I lay my head on my pillow at night. Mm-hmm is priceless i never had it in my whole life yeah i mean th- here's the deal right so you, you do the work and you fucking reap the rewards 
And that's right. what that's what recovery is all about. And, you know, people come into the rooms and they don't do the work and they don't get the fucking rewards and then they die. It's as simple as that. Or they blame it on the or they blame it and say, oh, that that doesn't work for me. It doesn't work right. for me. You yeah, know, the, for the me. big homie, the big homie, Davey Shapiro, the other night, he, he said it right when he said this program and being clean, you play for the long game. Right. You have to play for the long game. Yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah, the long game is where it's at, man. You want to finish. You want to finish. You want to finish and enjoy your life. You know, the short-term rewards won't keep you here. Right. It's the long game. It is. So and and the and the, and the hard facts. You know what I mean. Some people have to die in order for us to stay clean. Right. That's, that's a brutal a, one. Some people a, don't like that. That's yeah. a, that is that is fucking brutal. Brutal, but that's a goddamn fucking truth. It is. You yeah. know what I mean? Because every yeah. anybody and everybody especially can fuck around with us when it comes to recovery. And that's why we're doing this podcast. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. And you, and you don't talk- have, you don't have to ride a motorcycle to LFG. No, nope. LFG is a way of life. That's it's right. It's a clothing. It's my homie's clothing brand, but it's a way of life. These guys are all on the cutting edge of doing what the fuck they want. Not like letting anything slow them down, trying to get more, get better. And, and, uh, move, take everyone move with us, a, move in a direction yeah. and have fucking, we want to see everybody win. If anybody wants to start a clothing brand, Hit us up. If you want to start a business, get after it. We're, we're here to put it on the fucking gram for you. I'm yep. not uh, I'm not worried about it. Not you know at all. I mean? Not one bit. I want to see everybody succeed. Yeah, everybody's going to win, man. Every, I want everybody to win. Yeah. Right. There was a point in my life where I didn't give a fuck about anybody but myself. Yeah, you right. and me both. And I'm fucking right. glad to see that dissolving away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at I'll say it. I'll, I'll say it in every fucking show that we do. If there's somebody out there that's listening... And they're going through a fucking struggle. Hit us up. Hit us up. Straight the fuck up. Charlie. Love you, dog. Love you, too. Love you, guys. LFG. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yep. There she is. It's been a great episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. You know the fucking deal.